0: Welcome to the No More Perfect Podcast, where we talk about the messy, less-than-perfect, but real stuff of life. My name's Jill Savage, and I'll be your host. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, friends. Mark and I are in Ohio this week, so I'm literally using the Voice Memo app on my phone to share a few things with you about this bonus episode. This is my second bonus episode. Bonus episodes are shorter episodes that we surprise you with every once in a while. And in this bonus episode, we are talking about how we think about ourselves. How we think about ourselves determines how we show up in the relationships that mean the most to us. So it's important stuff to understand. This is actually a double date conversation Mark and I initially created for our No More Perfect Marriages Date Night members. No More Perfect Date Night is a toolbox of resources for your marriage. We like to say that when you're part of the date night community, it's like having a marriage seminar in your back pocket at all times. So let me share two things about this episode. First, we briefly use some terms from a book that we highly recommend called How We Love, by Mylan and Kay Yurkovich. The terms describe the relating patterns that we all carry from our home of origin. If you want more info about those, check out the No More Perfect Marriages Home Edition course that Mark and I offer or the How We Love book. I've included links to both of those in the show notes. Second, membership in our No More Perfect Date Night community is currently closed and honestly, it rarely opens up. However, as a gift for you hanging out here in the podcast world, we're including a special link to allow you to join the date night community now, even though it's closed to the general public. Plus, it comes with a free seven-day trial. So you can find that at nomoreperfectdatenight.com slash home. And that link is also in the show notes. So, with all of that in mind, enjoy this short but powerful bonus episode.
1: So many of us would say that we don't really think about ourselves. <laughs> but the truth is we do. All the time.
0: Yeah. We are always, we always have a script in our head yep. as it relates to what we think about ourselves.
1: And honestly, that script has been forming since childhood. Mm -hmm. And it uh, was additionally built like in the teen years or in the 20s.
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, most of it is unconscious. Yeah. Like we don't even really understand that we are thinking these thoughts because they're so much a part of our life. It's like... Um, OK, when they first mm. entered, they knocked on the door and we let them in. But now we serve them lunch and dessert. And yeah. they're, they're like a. Member we're hanging of
1: a, out with our own they're, thoughts. They're, That's scary for a, me. They're like a <laughs> member of our family. Yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh. You know, I some of the things that we wrote down mm-hmm. are like, I'm stupid or I'm smart. Mm-hmm. uh I never get things right,
0: yeah they can especially those negative thoughts man or
1: I can figure anything out which
0: is which can be um absolutely um secure and um mm-hmm. and confident, but it can also sometimes mul- uh end up in the the area of pride yeah we don't even realize it right um especially when we tend to think that we're Always right, right is what, yeah. what that can do. Right. Um, you know, we were thinking the other day about um, love styles, and if you've taken our "No More Perfect Marriages" uh, seminar, we talk about love styles. Yeah. And we were thinking about what is some of the thinking that probably is common for love styles. So, like one for avoiders. Okay, now my um, I describe myself as a recovering avoider, mm-hmm. um, and a recovering avoider. It probably, the thoughts about themselves is, um, I have to be strong. I can't show emotions. If mm-hmm. I show emotion, I would be considered weak.
1: Yeah. A pleaser, which is my second highest, mm-hmm. is uh, I. what I need or what I think doesn't matter. I have to work to make you happy yeah. or to make everybody else happy but me.
0: Hmm. And then um, a vacillator. Um, they're
1: the other extreme.
0: Like I'm, I want my happiness. Like my happiness is what matters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then I think about the victim mm-hmm. and the victim just really lives in that place of thinking that they, nothing they want or nothing that they think or need matters because all they're trying to do is survive.
0: Yeah. And then the controller, the controller's like, um, I'm in charge. Because if I'm not in charge, people will run over me. So mm. I have to make sure that I'm in charge. And I maybe even going the as far as I'm, I'm the best person yeah. to be in charge.
1: You know, I think about the scripts that uh, have run through my mind and that I've lived with uh, have been, uh, I'm not enough. I'm never enough. And then you partner that with, uh, I'm worthless, I am a failure, and man, that's just a cesspool of bad thinking.
0: And where did those thoughts get planted for you? Who told you that?
1: Well, I they started in my uh, home of origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were messages that, that I heard, and then also they... I fueled those with my own perceptions. Mm -hmm,
0: Right. And then, but it can be also the other way. So um, I haven't struggled with shame-based thoughts. Like when Mark says, I'm not enough or I'm never enough, I don't even understand what that feels like.
1: Right. And so that's an example of shame-based thinking. Mm -hmm. But
0: pride-based thinking is I'm the best. Um, I know what's best. And that's my way equally is the right. Yes. Way. Yeah. My way is the way. And that's equally damaging. And so what we often have is we either have shame-based thinking or we have pride-based thinking. And what we need is Christ-based thinking. Yeah. Because what others have said about us is not what we need to be listening to. Mm-hmm. Um where where we have gotten off track in our thinking, we need to take a look and say, does that line up with what God says mm-hmm. about me? Mm-hmm. And I know particularly for you, you actually keep a list on your phone.
1: Yeah, I sure do. So so when I'm uh, leaning or running towards that shame-based thinking, I want to drag myself out of that. Mm-hmm. And so I keep a list on my phone. So here's
0: some of the things that are actually... On the list, and these match up with who God says that you are.
1: Um, The the first one is, because of him, I can be stable and steady. Because my uh, shame-based way of thinking says... That I don't, that I can't be stable or steady mm-hmm. and I want to be stable and steady. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Here's another one that's on the list. You are created on purpose for a purpose. I am created on purpose for a purpose mm-hmm. I mean God knit us together in our mother's womb that's a, um, a verse in um, Psalms that is important for us to understand that we were created on purpose for a purpose
1: yeah that we weren't and we aren't a mistake uh, another one is that uh, that you are loved mm-hmm. and you uh, and you
0: personalize that on yours. I am loved.
1: I am loved. And that so often in shame-based thinking, I'm not lovable. Mm-hmm. Who would love me? And uh, Right, because
0: I'm a screw-up and because yeah. I... Right. Yeah. Um, and this is unconditional love. Right. I am loved unconditionally.
1: You mean it's not based upon performance? Right. Yeah.
0: So that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I have a father who loves me more than I'll ever understand. Right. And this one is huge, um, particularly, in fact, part of the, um, you know, what we have to understand is that we often view God through the lens of our own father um, and, and so if that wasn't a positive experience, then we sometimes struggle with that relationship. I totally, I did that. Right. Um,
1: my stepdad and my real dad, uh, I viewed God, they, their face was on God's face. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I really began to work that that I have a father who loves me. And
0: I don't even know what a father looks like understand that so oh, yeah. you really had to dig in right yep yep um I'm god's child I'm God's child and um and you know he's my daddy god, and mm-hmm. that um in the same way that we are we love our children, um our God loves us because mm-hmm. we are his child
1: yep another one is we're ruled by love and not by fear
0: hmm yeah, I'm forgiven. All of us need this. Mm -hmm. Um, Those of us that struggle... But you don't know
1: what I've I've done or all the mistakes I've made.
0: Right. But I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. And those of us that struggle on the pride side of what we think of ourselves Mm -hmm. often struggle with perfectionism. Oh, yeah. And that's tough because we don't even know how to forgive ourselves. Mm -hmm. So just to know, I am forgiven.
1: Well, and I think the shame-based... Uh, person he also he or she also struggles with uh perfectionism, but they wallow in the failure mm. of of not accomplishing the task or the responsibility
0: right, right. um I'm not alone, and I have instant access to wisdom and discernment through the Holy Spirit and God's word. Just knowing I'm not alone right? because the, because the whispers of what's happening inside of our head and inside of our heart, usually, especially when they are demeaning to ourselves or shame-based mm-hmm. or even pride-based, it's the enemy whispering lies. Mm-hmm. And one of those lies is you're, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to take care of you. You know, so that, um, just, um, un- that is not truth. You're not alone.
1: Yep. Another thought is that I'm redeemed. And what am I redeemed from? I'm redeemed for myself. (laughs) That I've uh, managed to make huge messes, uh, but not to wallow in those. Mm -hmm. I'm set free from them.
0: Right. Right. And to be redeemed is um, for God to... Well, one of my favorite verses is Joel 2.25, and it is, the Lord will redeem what the locusts have eaten. Mm-hmm. So it's when there's been damage in our relationship, and we've all experienced damage, um, broken trust, mm-hmm. um, hard seasons, Right, but that we can trust that God will redeem those in some way. He will... Um, exchange them for something good.
1: Oh yeah, and just yeah. us
0: being here um, and and having the opportunity to share with you hard earned wisdom is one way God's redeemed right us and he and and so it's a reminder of how we are yeah redeemed. Um, another one is um, you belong,
1: and that one's huge because we all
0: long to belong.
1: We long to belong, and some of us. Uh, believe that there's nothing that we could ever do right in order to belong. And what God says is, you belong.
0: Yeah. All you have to do is say yes to me.
1: Once you you say you
0: belong. Yeah. Now here's the deal. Why does our thinking about ourselves even matter in marriage?
1: I think that's a huge question. It's an important question. It is.
0: And I think this is what we really need to understand is the reason that this makes a difference Mm -hmm. is because whatever is inside of me leaks out all over other people.
1: Oh, totally.
0: Yeah. And so if we're not aware of this, then... Um, it's, it is affecting our relationships, um, mm-hmm. that shame-based, um, you know, it keeps, um, often keeps that partner passive, mm-hmm. pride-based makes a partner more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's, uh, there's no balance in that. What we want is we want confidence. Mm-hmm. And I like to call it Godfidence yeah. because that Godfidence is based upon these things that we just talked about the truth of who God says that we are. And yeah. So instead of thinking of the things um, that have been um, a part of your thinking about yourself mm-hmm. for years and years and years, based on what others have said about you, based upon your experiences, based upon your perceptions. What we have to do mm-hmm. is we have to, we need to change those thinking based upon what God says about us. Mm-hmm. And that's because you are who God says that you are. Thanks for joining me today on the No More Perfect podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow so that you don't miss any future conversations. We also want you to know that we have three free ebooks for you. You can find them at jillsavage.org free. You can also find the show notes and links to anything we talked about over at jillsavage.org podcast. See you next week for another not perfect, but very important conversation about the real stuff of life.